You're listening to the Ball and Beats Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Ball and Beats Podcast. How are we all doing today, fellas? Doing great. Doing, doing great. It's a great Thursday outside. Well, today is a different kind of podcast that we're used to. We usually sit here and we talk about sports, just talk with each other about everything that's going on in sports world and sports news. But we have a special guest, and we have a good friend of mine, uh, grew up together here in Toledo, Ohio, went to Central Catholic High School, played football. Uh, just, it's exciting. It's a different kind of uh, podcast. It's an interview-style podcast, and... Uh, we want to figure out uh, the the day in the life of a D1 athlete and what it takes to get here. And uh, without further ado, my good friend, Jalen Riven. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Man? doing, Welcome, to doing Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you for, for coming. Us. Appreciate it. Thank you Glad so much. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's just start off with, um, you know, what has football been for you in your life? Um, Like I said, I'm glad to be here. I appreciate y'all, you know, inviting me. Um. What has football been for me in my life, man? I don't know. It's it's been it's been. I don't mean to sound uh, cliche, but it's been very uh, therapeutic for me um, in a lot of different ways. Because um, you know, growing up, like I said, I was the only the only boy in my house, um, so all I was around was ladies, and and that was kind of that was kind of different for me. Like because people that I grew up with, they all had brothers or. You know, people that they grew up with on their neighborhood, you know, around their neighborhood that they would hang out with. And I was very sheltered when I was a kid. So I was just in the house with those girls all the time. So when I first started playing football, it was so it was so much fun to me um, at first and, and just so enjoyable um, when I was able to let out all my, you know, I don't want to say frustration, but aggression, you know what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. that I couldn't do with my sisters. Right. Because I would get in a lot of trouble for that. Um but I mean, you know, football was great, especially when I was first getting started. Uh, as it transitioned through the high school, it became uh, more serious and more meaningful to me. Um, I began to just love the game so much more and understand it. Um, and you know, that was great for me. Um, I, I met great people like my guy Logan over here. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just made a lot of good connections with people. I enjoyed myself a lot. Um, you know, and now I'm getting paid for it in college, you know, at a Division One level with, you know, other grown men who share the same love and same passion for the game and, you know, competing for championships and, you know, hopefully uh, even a, a chance to be in the, you know, the NFL as a professional. So football is just a great, great thing for me. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I know yeah. the Lions need some linebackers. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Just Opposite of Hutch. Please. No. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think I believe you are a Lions fan, correct? I, I, I don't know how much you have been paying attention, okay, but so. I believe you are a Lions fan, correct? Um, so I'm gonna say this: I support the Lions. I wouldn't say that I'm a Lions fan. Okay, I used Wish to I could be. Say that. <laughs> yeah, I used to be a Lions fan, but it just got too bad, man. You know, <laughs> don't worry. I was, I was tired of being let it hasn't down gotten on better. Thursdays. I was tired of being let down on Thursdays and Sundays, and I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, sitting on the Thanksgiving table watching right. your team get blown out. That's you know, right. I, I hate the Cowboys for, for doing yeah. what they would do to us. I, I you know, but 
It is what it is. Um, but I am a supporter. I am yeah, a supporter. that's all right because all of us are usually disappointed most weeks. Yeah, here, it's you know, okay. Me being a <laughs> yeah, fan. It's so all good. We understand. We, uh, we understand. Uh, but also, uh, even with you growing up, uh, you're you've always been. I've known you as the football player, but you also are very uh, interactive, and you're also very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You do so much besides football. Mm-hmm. And could yeah. you talk on that just a little bit as well? Because um, I know you're involved in a lot of other things. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've always tried to be involved in a lot of other things uh, because I wasn't always an athlete. Like, like I said, I didn't really, I didn't really get started with like football or even basketball um, until like my seventh, eighth grade year of you know school, and and then track as well. I didn't do that until my freshman year of high school. So everything was new to me. Uh, but I was always a Dancer, I would always do something like that. I was, you know, always singing with my sisters, and um, and then as I got to high school, I joined the Glee Club at my high school, and I had never done theater or anything like that before, never. Um, but once I tried out for it and you know gave it a go and finally invested into it, man, I had a blast, and it was so much fun. It was so enjoyable for me, um, and I decided that like that would be the thing that I wanted to do full time, uh, and. I've just kind of grown ever since then. That was my sophomore year when I first started with that. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm enjoying that. Every time I can perform, be on stage, sing, you know, do anything of the sort. Uh, it's a great time for me. Mm-hmm. I have just as much fun, if not more, doing that, like the same way I get it from football. So um, I, I, I try to do a lot more because I don't want to be labeled as just a football player, you know. I try to do as many other things and try to perfect as many other things as I can just to build up my own resume for myself to, yeah. you know, put myself out there more. You know. Yeah. I know you had uh, mentioned something about uh, nowadays uh, cal- that uh, college athletes can uh, make money now yeah. with the NIL. NIL, yes, sir. Um, I don't know how much it has uh, affected you uh, compared to other athletes because I know you are still trying to prove your way a little bit here yeah. at UT. Yeah, so, so what the uh, – NIL, the name, image, and likeness, that's uh, – they just newly uh, passed out for collegiate athletes, uh, mm-hmm. NCAA. Um, I think it was last year, like July. It's been long overdue. Like yeah, long yeah, overdue. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, but you have the opportunity to promote yourself um, and other brands and just create like, like, like basically what it is, your name, your image, and, and your likeness as a player, as a person overall – um, throughout your communities, you know, for whatever team that you're playing for in that in that that city, that state, you can represent them, and you know, get money for that. And that's such a great opportunity, um, you know. For myself right now, I've had some people reach out, like you know, asking me if I've been interested or would I, if I would be interested in you know supporting them and, and you know them supporting me, endorsing me, but. I don't want to move on that just yet until I really establish myself here as a player. Um, But, I mean, other guys on my team have done it, and it's a great opportunity. They get paid for it. I mean, that's that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Especially to be doing that in college before you even get to the NFL. No, it's a blessing, even, really, for yeah, the honestly, athletes. Yeah, so. And even for the uh, other athletes that aren't like the moneymaker like football, you have like the volleyball players. Right, softball exactly. players. The softball players. Yeah, I've got a, Baseball, I've got a friend. Basketball, I mean, every sport. Every sport, really. It's just a big uh, – it's a big win for college athletics. 100%. I have a friend, uh, Olivia Vance. Yep. She's on the volleyball team. Uh, she got <laughs> – She might supported. be on the next episode. <laughs> he, he's trying to get her on. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, That'd be she's, sweet. Uh, she's um, supported by this brand called CrossNet. And um, man, it, it's such a great opportunity. Like she, she'll have to post about it on her TikTok or on her Instagram. But man, they pay her good. You know what I'm saying? Just to do what she loves to do, and I think that's awesome, man. I really think that's that's a great deal, honestly. Yeah, um, you and I went to the same high school, yes, Central Catholic Central. High School. Go Irish, go man. Irish, Come man. On. You know, not Come them Wildcats. It's all right, <laughs> oh. hey, man. You know, uh, we beat you, you know. in basketball. It's okay. <laughs> you did beat us in basketball. But. With one of our players. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. But uh, I want to know, you know, what did Central, like, do for you and specifically fo- on the football aspect of it? Like, what what really helped you get to where you are now right. as a D1 athlete? Man, what Central did for me, I'm going to be honest, I'll even take it further than just the football aspect okay. because that's – the kind of impact that Central Catholic had on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first got to Central, and Logan can 100% attest to this, I was a class clown. <laughs> <laughs> man, you still I, were. Don't act like you were. I still man. was, of course. But I matured over time because of, you know, the way that Central just impacted my life. Uh, and it's not so much like everything that I was being taught, but the people at Central were so... They were just such great people, um, you know, and and you got to kind of find your way and find your crowd. But, you know, at, as you mature and you grow with people, you know, it's just such a loving community. And it's like like Central is so big on tradition. And, you know, it's that's that's what it is there. And it's it's I don't know. It's just such a great thing. Like the, my coach would be on me, he would ride me to like just just push myself as much as I possibly could and not settle for being average or being mediocre. And even in the classroom, you know, because it's such a standard, a high standard there. Um, and if you're going to want to be one of the guys there, like how I want it to be, it's a lot that comes with that. And you can't, you know, you can't settle for being average. And, um, you know, that's, like I said, on the football field, but in the classroom as well. And I just love everything about Central. I I still wish that I could be there even now, honestly, just to walk the halls and and be there because I thrived in that environment. I was a part of literally everything. I tried to do as much as I possibly could. You definitely did as much as you possibly you know, could. For sure. to, you were you were to, very involved. I mean, to name some things, like I was in the Glee Club. I was in the I was president of the African American Club. I you know, started our gospel choir back. I, you yeah, know, they used to have that even when my sisters were in high school there uh, back in uh, the late 2000s, and then they took it away. Yeah, I mean, it it was just, it was such a it was such a, gr- a great time for me, you know, a great four years. Um, and I evolved so much as a person, and it helped me to become, you know, who I am now. And I'm far from perfect, but I, I've just learned so much. I've grown so much. Um, mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I, I credit I credit Central for that. So, yeah. Yeah. Place uh, to be. Now that you are at the collegiate level, you are a Division One NCAA athlete. Yes. A lot of people don't always really know the true hustle, the grind, the struggle, the, the, struggle, the yes. hard work that is put in. Yes. Um, and I just want you to kind of give anyone who's listening, like, a daily, like, what is your daily grind? What's that daily schedule look like that you are just constantly on the go and what that is for you? Man, okay, so a day in the life of a Division One athlete, even just here at the University of Toledo, um, I'll say this, like my my days usually will start, I'll get up around 6.15, 6.30. That's not 
that's not horrible. You know, that's what most people are doing. But I like we have our practices early in the morning. So once I'm up, I'm I'm going for the rest of the day. Uh, you know, we have team meeting at eight o'clock, and I'm there. I'm getting treatment before around seven thirty, getting taped up, whatever else I may need. Team meetings starting at eight. Position meetings and special team meetings following, and then we have practice. And practice will start at like nine fifteen, and it will be done with practice on a Tuesday, Wednesday around eleven forty five, twelve o'clock. My first class starts at twelve fifty five, so I gotta get out of get out of practice, shower, and walk over to all the way across campus, over to Rocket Hall, and. I'm starting class at 12.55. I try my best to make it on time. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes that does not work. Yeah. But, you know, my teacher, uh, she's awesome. She understands. So um, 12.55 to 2.15. Got a 15-minute time period before my next class at 2.30. That's over at 3.50. And then I have to walk back over to the, my facility because I have study tables at like 4 o'clock. And that goes to four to sometimes six. Uh, but hopefully if I get my work done, then I won't have to stay as long. But, you know, sometimes I'm tired and I'm in there just messing around. You know, I'm kind of doing whatever. So I yeah. stay a little bit longer. But, I mean, that's just – that's one day. Uh, like this morning I had to be up at 5.15 because my workout started at 6. And then I had practice right after the workout. And then, you know, I had to – Come over here. Like, it's it, my days are just so, so jam-packed. But I will say this, though. Even though it is a grind and a struggle at times, it's exactly what I signed up for. I knew what I was getting into when I, you know, signed my letter of intent mm -hmm. as a, you know, mm -hmm. Division One athlete. When I when I said this is what I wanted to do. So, um, at the end of the day, it's still an, an opportunity I'm very grateful for. You know, a lot of people don't have it. And I do. So, you yep. know, it's, yeah. it's an amazing thing. Yeah, and it, it definitely is not for everybody. Uh, no. I actually talked to a, a classmate of ours who went and played at a, uh, like, a D2 school for mm -hmm. another sport. And he was like, it wasn't for me. Uh, it was just too much. The, the stress and the just the overload of stuff was just too much for him. Yeah. And People don't realize the grind. Yeah, it's, it is a lot. I mean, it's, and it's a lot. And, and you guys I, and entertain us at the end of the day. Yeah. That's yeah, what that's, it is. Yeah. And most people don't even understand what it takes to even be a D1 athlete. We yeah, just, how we, much work you have to put in, long hours. We, I just, mean, it's, we just watch. We just watch, yeah. we and, just watch and we talk about it. We don't realize what these athletes <laughs> yeah. are doing, you know, yeah. behind it's, closed it's, curtains. Yeah, it's definitely a lot behind the scenes. And, and I speak from the perspective of a football player here, but every other sport here, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. at this school, like volleyball, track, uh, foot, you know, basketball. Like everybody is is putting in crazy hours of work and still having to be a student and just have a their own lives at the end of the day. You know, mm -hmm. um, and that's a tough balance. But you got to kind of figure that out. Um, and you know, having great teammates and great friends is so so important. You know, because a good support system can get you through anything. And I'm learning that. You know, now. I'm just very grateful for the people that I have around me, including my family and everything. So mm -hmm. it's it's very yeah. doable, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, UT has had a pretty decent start to the year. Mm -hmm. uh, not the greatest, not the worst. What's your guys' overall aspirations for the season? 
For this season right now. <laughs> you took my question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. I, I, my bad. You yeah, yeah, I did yeah, take yeah. that question. I'll I mean, you guys have more. I'll take okay. the next question. So, <laughs> so I'll, say, I'll say this. Right now, our aspirations for this season, we're taking it once, one game yeah. at a time, one week at a time. So our aspirations right now is to go down to NIU this week and, and beat the Huskies and come back four and two on the season and improve and be ready for the next week. Uh, it's it's already going to be week seven, which is crazy to yeah. say because, I you know, know, we've been we've been talking about this and doing, you know, work in the dark, like you yeah. said, yeah. since January, since we got back from the Bahamas Bowl in December, you know. So um, it's been a constant grind. I mean, but, you know, it's, we're already moving through it and we're here now. So yeah. I know you enjoyed your time in the Bahamas, though. I've seen you post I on that. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that was fun. <laughs> Um, that was but. my first time uh, on a flight. That was my first time leaving the country, um, and I <laughs> I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I really did. It was yeah. a great time. Yeah. We didn't win, but um, you know, I, I mean, I was I was grateful for the opportunity to even be there. So yeah. Well, we'll be uh, calling the game versus Kent State. So hopefully, yeah, it'll be uh, four yeah. and two. But when you guys come back home, yeah, yes. So um, I, I, I do have to say, I noticed I looked up some stats before, and mm-hmm. IU has won the last nine out of twelve meetings. Yes, Please start have. changing that around. We're, we're, hey, that's that's hey, the goal. That's how, that's yeah. change, yes, the change, change the narrative. Change the narrative around them because they, only, they for I some reason only, have owned us. I can only attest to the way that you know we've been practicing and the work right. that we put in this week. I don't know what they've been doing, you right? Know, but I feel like we're prepared and ready to go. You know, and 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 get this W. So. I believe you guys had your best performance and the most complete performance against Central Michigan yes, last week, last and you week. guys. You you start off early and hot. You got up to a really large lead, and you yeah. never looked back. And I think that's what shows this team that this team has the potential to be the best Definitely. team in the MAC, and this team has the potential to do big things coming up. Right. Um. I do want to get back to college, but I want to go back to Central Catholic for a second. Okay. You mentioned for before the show that you didn't start playing football until eighth grade, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then transitioning into Central Catholic, which is a big football school, mm-hmm. the coaching staff there is elite. They produce guys like Deshaun Kaiser, who's been right. in the NFL. Um, how much did the coaching staff affect you in your playing, you know, like just coming off of basketball and then, you know, going into football your eighth grade year, and then now you're going into a big-time football school. Right. And these fans, you know, they love their they love their fighting yeah, Irish. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I can attest going to seeing Northview just get obliterated by you guys. <laughs> but um, uh, a test of the coaching staff, how much they affected you and how much they elevated your game to now becoming a D1 athlete, which Central Catholic has done a great job of doing recently. Right. Um, they, I'm not going to lie to you. So when when I transitioned from eighth grade to high school at Central Catholic, which is a huge powerhouse here in Toledo. Yeah. Um, Best in Northwest Ohio. <laughs> you know, just got to throw that out. At so least, yeah. it, was, it was crazy for me because it showed me, like, how, how much the game, like, there's so there's so many different levels to it, and I thought that I was good because I was a big guy and in eighth grade, you know, I was just able to kind of just kind of have my own way, yeah. you know, and and get into high school. I was moved up to varsity my my first day. I remember clear as day, the freshmen were running to the to the backfield. I um, remember. <laughs> I remember this dude, the one freshman. <laughs> and, and I was, and I thought I was going back there with them. And I remember Coach Dempsey yelled at me. He was like, Riven, what the, what are you doing? Where are you going? And, and I was so confused. I'm like, 
am I not going with the freshman? Like, where do I go? And he was like, you're up here with us. And I was like, wow, okay. And I was the it's only big freshman. Honor. He was the it only was. freshman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. And I was the only freshman up, man. And and that was kind of tough for me because, like I said, everybody else kind of had their own way, had their own people that they were with. And then it was just me in the locker room. And I didn't even, this is crazy. I, I'll <laughs> laugh about it now, but at the time, I didn't even have a locker, like, in, in the locker room. For really? It was like two months <laughs> I was there. Like all, it was probably like until week two of the season. I didn't even have a locker. I so had you throw my your stuff on the ground, literally next to a table by the bathroom. <laughs> that, was, that was my area. Um, I never heard about that. So that's yeah, like one. it's crazy. But I was, I was really kind of you know trying to find my own way. But uh, the coaches, man, they, they, I mean, it's, it's, run, it's almost run like a, like a college, mm-hmm. you know, system, you know, in a way because I mean you're on schedule. You have meetings the same way that I do even now. Um, and your coaches care, man. Your coaches yeah. really care about you. I, I say even more so than they do like at a at a collegiate level because you're you're just gonna be with them all four years for sure, you know, and, and they're gonna invest in you. They're gonna, you know, spend their time and care. Um and I know all of my coaches did. Coach Dempsey, Coach Brown, Coach T, like everybody, just such great Coach people. Coach T. <laughs> such great people, man. You know what I'm saying? And and they taught us so much even beyond football. And that kind of elevated me to even want to dive into, you know, the program even more and, and want to get better as a player. So, and it, you know, it's, I mean, it paid off. I was able to, you know, get my college paid for and, and do what I do now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's good. Uh, um, I do. Oh. Yeah. You, no, you go. You go. Oh, you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> fast forward to now. I just want to know, do you, do you have any aspirations of going to the NFL? Is uh, that something you've thought about? Yeah, so it's kind of funny. I, I really I really get asked this a lot, um, and I, I even talk with my dad about it, you know, a lot, even to this day. Um, like, what do I want to do? Do I want to go to the NFL? Like, I'll say this. It's not it's not my goal. Like, I don't, I don't work – I don't get up working every day because, like, it's the NFL or nothing. Like, that's not where my head is. If I get the opportunity to go, if I do what I'm supposed to do while I'm in college and I'm getting, you know, looked at from NFL teams, there's no way I'll ever turn that away or turn that down. Because where I come from, I know way too many people who have, you know, wanted that to happen for them. You know, but they couldn't make that happen for them either. They didn't have the support. They they didn't have the grades. Or, you know, unfortunately for some of my friends and my peers, they they died because they didn't even, you know, the, yeah. the opportunity wasn't there for them. So I would be doing them a disservice to not, you know, take advantage of that opportunity. Um, but at the end of the day, that is not my goal. My goal, actually, I really really want to be an actor. I'm going to be an actor, speaking okay. into, into mm-hmm. existence. Nice. Um, that's my goal. <laughs> and um, and I'm working every day towards that. I, that's, that's really like, that's my thing. That's what I'm what I'm striving for, what I really hope to do. Um, and I'm also, you know, musically inclined. So I can, I can do a lot of different things. I've been really blessed, honestly, um, you know, and, and I can do a lot of different things. So football isn't the end all be all for me. So, if I get the opportunity to go to the NFL, I'll definitely, you know, work my butt off to, you know, try to get there and do that. But if that isn't my – if that door doesn't open for me, I won't be upset, you know. Yeah. I, it won't be the end of the world for me. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back real quickly to the, an incident that happened while you were uh, at Central, okay. uh, your junior oh year. Oh no, boy. it's not bad. It's not, it's not okay. an incident. It's, it's, it's football-wise. Okay. So – 
I remember, I believe it was against St. John's at Clay in a playoff game. You got a yeah. very, very yes. gruesome injury. Yes. I don't remember exactly what you did. Uh, I just remember it was something, I believe, with your ankle or your leg of some Man, let me, uh, let me, you let can me explain. talk about this. Yeah, you one. can explain. This one, yeah. actually, I still, I still think about this to this day because I, I think about just, I just think about what, what could have been. So basically, that week against uh, St. John's, we had just played them the week prior yeah. um, in a regular season game. It was first and round of playoffs. Was the first round yeah. of the playoffs against them again at Clay High School. Um, and it was cold, and we were practicing in the UT indoor facility. Um, and, and that week, I was so locked in. I was so ready to play them because uh, my coach had just told me that um, that they weren't going to use me as much on the offensive side of the ball, but more on the defensive side of the ball because I was going both ways. Um, and I was like, all right, bet. So now I can just completely buckle down and lock in you know, on the defense and, and – know everything that's going on, know everybody's know what everybody else is supposed to be doing, know what I'm supposed to be doing, and just, you know, get it clicking. Um and I'll never forget I had such I had my best week of practice ever, like by far. That was honestly my best week of practice ever. And I knew I knew that for sure when uh it was it was Thursday. It was our last day and I'll never forget Coach Zimsey he pulled me to the side and he told me, he said Riv, this is the best I've ever seen you practice, and I'm so excited to see you play tomorrow. I used, and he was just like, I'm so proud of you. Like, just give it your all. And when he told me that, now he's he's a man of, of very few words when it comes to things like that. Like, he'll push us, you know, but as far as complimenting us and telling us, like, you know, you're, you're looking good, he wouldn't really do that, not because he didn't want to or that just wasn't what he did, but he, he I don't, I don't, I'm not sure exactly why, but that day he did for me and – that was all I needed to hear, and I just knew, like, okay, I'm ready to, you know, they were our rivals, so I'm like, I'm ready to stick it to these guys. Literally, I, I so locked in. I ran out there, first play, they threw a ball. I almost tipped it. You know, I, I was right in the quarterback's face. I'm like, oh, I already see what kind of game it's going to be. Literally, the next play, play two of the game, I'll never forget it. I'm running upfield, and I do a long arm to the to the uh, offensive tackle, and I'm literally right there in the quarterback's face. And I ended up sacking him, but what happened was I moved very awkwardly on my right leg, and my ankle completely, completely, like, did a 360, the com- like, the opposite way. And three people fell on top of me, so all of their weight fell right on my leg. And I'll never forget I tried to I laid on the ground for a minute but I'm like okay I didn't really understand what was like what had happened at first and I I couldn't tell if it was broken I didn't know what happened but it it was a horrible pain and I remember I tried to get up and I tried to like walk off the field and as soon as I put pressure on my leg I fell right back down and I just knew it was over and man that was the worst pain I've ever had yeah. like till this day and yeah. I it it took me out for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. um, and I had to have surgery probably two weeks after that. Yeah. And even like even right now, like this morning, I had to do rehab for the same ankle because it hurts still. Like to this day, it's yeah. you know it's something that I can't really, I can't really like I have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. something I can't just ignore. Um, but yeah. 
it helped me to, you know, have more of a urgency and, and, you know, my work ethic was like through the yeah. roof, the, yeah. you know, the next season going into my senior year. Yeah, I was actually going to ask, you know, with an injury like that, I don't remember. Did you have to have surgery? Yeah, I did. Have you to did have surgery. Have surgery. Yeah. What was the mindset to stay locked in, stay focused and come back from something like that? You know how like you, you don't really sometimes you don't really appreciate something until it's gone. Yeah. Like it was taken from me. Um, but that was just for that one year and I was able to come back and, you know, have a chance to do it all over again. Um, so my senior year when I stepped out onto that field, even just for summer workouts at the like in the beginning of June. Um, not even mandatory stuff, but when my when my doctor told me that I was able to finally like run again, and I my my mindset was go hard, like you know what I'm saying, all the way all the way through because I wanted to make my statement. I wanted to you know show that I could come back and and still play the same way or even better. And at that time, it was COVID had just came around too, yeah, and we didn't even know if we were gonna have a season, so. You can just imagine where my mind was. I just wanted to I wanted to play. I wanted to be out there and I wanted to give it my all. And I had just committed to University of Toledo and I knew they would be watching me. Mm -hmm. And you know, like that was a lot on my mind. So yeah. I just wanted to come back and play and play it to the best of my ability. Yeah. That's kind of where my head was. I do want to get on to the way you committed to the University of Toledo. So <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Uh um basically what happened when I committed, mm -hmm. um I was Torn like between going to going to the team down south. I won't say their name <laughs> mm. and <laughs> and coming to Toledo. Um, and it was tough. It was really really tough for me. Um, and I was talking to my parents about it, and I was talking to my mom my mom about it, and she was just telling me like you just got to pray about it, and you know go with whatever feels whatever really feels right with you. And I you know contemplating and really thinking about it and. I eventually made up my mind and I went, I had to, I had to do the, the tough phone call and I had to call the coach from the other school that I was thinking about. And I had to tell him like, you know, I won't be committing here. Um, I made up my mind. I think I'm, I think I'm just going to stay home and play for Toledo. Um, and that was tough. That was something that, you know, I had to do that kind of also like helped me become a man like because that was a very that was tough you know I I didn't want to just post my commitment to Toledo and then he had to see it that way I wanted to call him you know and let him know what it was going to be and uh that was tough but he you know he appreciated me giving him the call and uh and that was good but what I had planned I had um told the news I would be committing and I wanted to surprise my mom and it was actually on Mother's Day that I I committed to Toledo she was just coming back from church that day. I told her I, I wanted to stay home because I didn't feel good, whatever. And I was lying. I felt great. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, she came back home, and I had the news there. They were all, like, ducked off in the corner, and I had some stuff for my mom. And she was walking back up uh, to the house, and, you know, I just told her, like, hey, like, I have my Toledo gear on. I'm like, I'm going to Toledo, you know what I'm saying? And it was kind of dope. Uh, you can actually still see that now mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. WTL I, wouldn't, I wouldn't advise you to see that because I looked very, very, I looked bad. It was, what, the hair? You <laughs> the talking about the hair? The hair was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the hair was horrible. Um, nah. but, but no, I had, a, I mean, that was awesome. That was amazing. And uh, that was definitely a good time for mm -hmm. uh, 
myself and my mom, you know, she was really proud of me and the whole family was, and that was just a great time. Yeah. Um, something I'll never forget for sure. Yeah. If you guys have any more questions. What other colleges were you like specifically like interested in? Because I know you said the team yeah. down south, Toledo. And I know I, that you got many offers from Mac schools. Mm-hmm. You said West Virginia. You said Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincy, man, listen here. <laughs> Cincy was the school for me. Like, and it was tough. Like COVID literally ruined like everything as far as, you know, uh, visits and stuff like that. I've only I had only one or two visits. I went to uh, Cincinnati, and then I went to Akron, and that was it literally right before COVID hit. But I was dead set on on committing to Cincinnati because I was like, man, this is such a great school. I, the coaches were great. The facility was amazing. They were – I had uh, my cousin, Mike Warren, he was the running back there, and he had done an awesome job there, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, broken records and everything. Um, and I really thought that was the place that I would be at. And I knew uh, James Hudson, he will be going to play there too. Yep. Um, and I was like, man, Cincy is the spot. And I was in uh, communication with uh, Marcus Freeman, who's the, uh, he's the head coach at ND now, um, yep. but he was the linebacker coach there. And man, he was, he was such a good guy. He kept it real with me. Um, but that was the school that I thought I would be going to. And the day that I wanted to commit there, this is, this is a crazy story. The day that I wanted to commit there, I remember I woke up at like seven o'clock that morning, um, and I was like at eight o'clock. I was like inviting all my family over, like you know, come come over to the house. Like I'm gonna be committing today. I wanted to like put it on social media. I wanted to go live on Instagram and on Facebook, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be committing to Cincy. And it was like twelve o'clock, and I called him, and I was like, Coach, like I'm ready. I'm ready to commit. And he literally lost his mind on the phone. He was like, Riv, are you serious? You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. I'm like, no, nah, coach. Like, And I'm thinking he's excited. I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? He was like, man, I'm sorry to tell you this, but somebody just commit in your position literally this morning in your same position. So wow, that, that filled all our spots. And I'm talking about completely crushed oh, my whole wow. world. Wow. Completely. Like, it was, it was nuts, man. And... Like I said, I had just invited all my family over. I'm so excited. I'm like, man, this is it. I'm going to Cincy. And I couldn't even commit because I was <laughs> too focused on the other things and rather trying to just get it done and make sure that I had that secure. Um, but, you know, I, it's two ways to look at that. You look at it as, you know, I missed out on something great and, you know, I'm playing somewhere less than now. Or I feel like everything happens for a reason and, God kind of knew that I needed to be here at Toledo to help me develop as a player and as a person and stay home, you know what I'm saying? And just, I mean, it's still a Division One program that I'm playing yeah. for, and I'm still very grateful. So, um, but, yeah, I, I thought Cincy was the spot, man. Yeah. But it's okay. I got to give a quick shout-out. Mike Warren, uh, Mr. Ohio football, I Mr. think 2016. Ohio. 2016, 2016 yeah. you know. Uh, Central Catholic High School. He was, I think, <laughs> top five in uh rushing yards in state history at the time yeah and james hudson you know right tackle the cleveland browns courtesy <laughs> of central catholic high school you oh know gosh. you know he loves his browns man also yeah, also shout out to bishop vargas i knew him yeah, yeah. he went to my junior high <laughs> oh you went to temperstone huh no he went to mccord before oh, he went to, he went to Timber. he went to um his sixth and seventh grade year then his eighth grade year went timberstone okay. then he went central okay yeah my boy yeah. b man shout out shout out bishop <laughs> heck of a qb yes sure. He's got any more? 
No, we're we were. Thanks for coming on, yeah, man. It was course, great man. to learn about it. Was great it. to learn you know, about sir. it. But we do have some picks to make today as well, as oh, we do, as we do every week on Thursday. Can we do the first game? Can we do the first game? Can, oh, the can we have game? him? Can we have him of, choose that of, game? Of, uh, if he is wants that like to a pick conflict Toledo, of interest? Illinois. If he wants so. to pick Toledo, Northern Illinois, he definitely can. I mean, unless you know he you can't. Can't. But fill me in. How does this go? So we, we just go so basically around. Basically, we do twelve games. Okay. We have six college, six NFL. Yes. Okay. Um, we are adding a super dog. I don't. I made a super dog prediction, which is where you bet or pick the uh, like an underdog to win a game. A select, so that's an extra game. So we do six college, usually six NFL, and uh, yeah, every week it's just random. We just choose random ones, but ones that look like they should be pretty good games. Okay. Overall, we always usually do the Toledo games. We always usually do, depending on Ohio State or Michigan are playing. Yeah. We usually do those. Michigan fan over here, oh, but no. uh, we yeah. have neither. Oh, yeah. we have, I don't know how much you have been paying attention because I know. I know how it is to be a D one athlete. You don't really have the time like <laughs> you that. You have a lot. A lot you have a lot. But, yeah, let's make these picks, man. All right, we'll start off with game one. Um, I think it's only fitting the first college game um, this Saturday when um, the Toledo Rockets headed to Colb, Illinois, to play the Northern Illinois Huskies. I'm looking for a revenge game of last year. Um, I'm picking Toledo. I do think that this team, after winning against Central – or sorry, Central Michigan. I almost said Central Catholic. So <laughs> so used to so used to talking about Central <laughs> Catholic, Catholic today. Every yeah. time. Um, but no, after their performance against Central Michigan, I think this team proved that they will be a force in the West and in the MAC. Yes. Um, and honestly, there's not another MAC team out there that's really surprised me. Like in a way, if they looked like they're all over Toledo. I mean, yeah. Let's 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 be let's be real here. Yeah. Even, I mean, even even in the Mac East, honestly, like yeah. There's not, a, there's yeah. not really another no team one, that's no. looking. They're in and there's. I think Toledo might be the only Mac team that's above 500 if they're not first or second. I think I think you might be right. Let's because every other team is either 500 or they're below 500. Let me, let me check that real quick for you. I think we may be the only team with like three wins right now. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm so. thinking. Eastern Michigan is the only other one, but they lost their first conference game. So, mm. oh, yeah, so Toledo has the but advantage. I I'm taking our Toledo Rockets. That's you know, smart, man. nothing else to say. I Toledo mean, Rockets. <laughs> Toledo, hey, man. Uh, Northern Illinois. They do have for some reason the upper hand for the last decade or so. On us, they've always had our number. For it's always some been a reason. tough game. It's always a tough game, regardless of how. Bad or good, both teams are. Uh, but I think the athleticism of Daquan Finn and just his overall ability and um, the other guys, I think the defense can finally step yes. up. Let's talk about our D-line. Yes. Yes. Shout, yes. Out, D-line. shout out Kavon Butler. Shout out, force. shout out Kavon Butler. <laughs> I'm going to need you on here, sir. Niam Hines, Dallas Gant. I mean, playmakers on defense. Got to go Rockets. You all are very smart. Should of also course. shout out to Quan Finn being he's top twenty five in the nation yep. in QBR yeah. right now. Yes, say yeah. less. Playing like a stud. Of say course, less. of course, you know who I'm going with. I'm going with my boys, one hundred and twenty percent. Let's go, yes, yes sir, sir. Let's go yes, sir, yes, sir. Be a dub. Uh, all right. Next game, we have the Tennessee Volunteers at LSU. This is <laughs> a ranked matchup. Uh, this is a matchup between uh, a quarterback who I. My sleeper team, I don't, I don't know if you've really watched, but my sleeper team of the SEC this year has been Tennessee. No, for sure. They, I said that before the season even started. They're now in the top 10. I believe they still yeah. are. You've got LSU, who has bounced back since their loss yeah. against Florida State. They got. They Jayden, shouldn't be ranked, though. They got Jaden Daniels from LSU. It is 
Death Valley, it is a very tough place to go win, regardless of how good LSU is. But Tennessee, I just love Josh Heupel. I love what he's doing with that program. I love Hendon Hooker as a quarterback. Give me Tennessee, but I do think it'll be a close one. I saw a stat online a few days ago. It was between Maryland and LSU. Maryland's 4-1, and one, LSU's 4-1. and one. Maryland has had a harder schedule, mm-hmm. and Maryland has played tougher opponents. They've yep. also gotten better wins. Yes. LSU hasn't impressed me this year. No, um, not at all. They really haven't done much. They, they lost to Florida State in the opener. You know, they beat Mississippi State, but they haven't had that it factor that I thought they'd have with Brian Kelly yet. Yeah. Um, I think that with Hendon Hooker, this Tennessee team is going to be with Georgia. Like, this is that's going to be the matchup in the East. And when Alabama goes to play Tennessee in Neyland, that's going to be an awesome game. Yes. That's going to be a really good game because that is Alabama's true test of the season. They played Arkansas last week. Arkansas didn't look like the same team. No. Uh, even Alabama, they lost Bryce Young, and they still looked like world beaters. With their backup quarterback, quarterback was awesome. Hot. Yes. Awesome. Hot. Um, I'm going to pick Tennessee, though. Um, I do think that the Volunteers are going to win this game, and um, I think they're going to get suited up and ready for Alabama. Yeah. That's that's my pick, too. I'm definitely going Tennessee. 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 I was going to go with Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Especially with those new uniforms. Ooh, yeah. you them smoke gray. <laughs> you can't lose enough. No, you cannot. Knock on wood, baby. Yeah, knock, knock on, on wood. wood. We all just picked the same teams twice. We know oh. how that works on game day. All right. So, so uh, now for the Big 12 matchup of the week. No, we we no. thought at the beginning of the season would be Texas Oklahoma the Red River rivalry, um in the Cotton Bowl yes um neither team is ranked something no, I thought I would never say something that I thought Oklahoma would be good I thought Texas would be good I don't know if Quinn Ewers is coming back this week or not there's been reports that he might um the problem is is that I don't know if Ewers is back and I think Ewers if he was in the game it will win it would win it for Texas but I'm gonna pick Oklahoma. Um, I do think that you know, the, last week against TCU, they just weren't there themselves. They came off a loss to Kansas State. They didn't look like the same team. Um, I think that they come in. I do think that they barely beat Texas, but this Oklahoma team has a lot of questions, mm-hmm. especially with you know their quarterback situation. Is Venables really the right guy? Because this is a good Oklahoma team, and he just took them from sixth in the country to unranked in two weeks. Yes, Losing to two unranked teams. Two unranked teams who are, who are now, now ranked. Who are now ranked. Yes. So I pick, I'm no. going to pick the Sooner Schooner. Not the right guy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that's that line. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And now both those teams that they lost to are ranked. TCU yeah. and Kansas State are ranked. Yeah. What does that say? I mean, Kansas. I mean come on. I think Quinn Ewers in or not will not be a factor. I think Texas will beat Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma is in a little bit of a down spiral right now. And this is the game that they would have to come back or else the rest of their season, they're just in peril. Uh, I think Texas overall, you saw what they did, even without Quinn Ewers for most of the game. I think when they played Alabama, if you have Quinn Ewers that game, they beat that Alabama team. They were that good enough to do so. And the two point, (laughs) if if you get rid of that or give them that safety that they did have, they win that game. So, Texas should have beat Alabama. It's as simple as that. I think Texas is just the overall better team. I like what Sarkeesian has done with them this year. He has bounced back after not so impressive uh, first season with them. Give me the Longhorns. I'm going with the Longhorns because Oklahoma's offense, they're good, but their defense is not good. Their defense, 
My God. Yeah. <laughs> almost almost reminds me of the Lions defense. Wow. The- wow, taking shots here. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, you I did mean, say that-, that impressive stat. You know, the know Lions, you know. actually, I don't know if you know, the Lions in four weeks have given the most amount of points in NFL history through four weeks. <laughs> this yeah. <season>. So, th- <laughs> Historically, they are the worst team in NFL, worst defense in NFL history right now, through well, four weeks. Well, we have, I thought they were playing good. I, we have the number. <laughs> hey, we actually have the offense. Num- yeah, we have thank the num- God for Malcolm Rodriguez, or else this team would be in the gutter. We have the number one ranked offense right now in the NFL. Wow, and the number thirty-two, 32 defense. defense. Thanks, Hutchinson. Yeah. <laughs> so you, it really tells you how those Michigan boys are doing. Exactly. <laughs> really dumb. So you, so you got Texas. Who'd you say? I'm going Longhorns. Longhorns. That's our first disagreement. All right. Now, so at least, at least it's not like that one week where we all like picked like the same <laughs> the exact six same. Games. Oh, that was terrible, right. and we all sucked that week right. too. Yeah. Next game. This is a very underrated game. A game that not a lot of people are talking about because no one because sh- no one shows up to because UCLA. this is a so. Pac-12 game. Um, Utah at UCLA. Uh, UCLA just came off a big. Win against Washington, right, who yeah, Washington was a very good team. Michael Penix Jr. coming from Indiana. He's been a stud so far for the Huskies. Um, this is a really good game, but I think Utah wins. I think Utah goes on, on the road with Cameron Rising. I think he is a stud, and they're going to get geared up for their game against USC, which I think will be whoever wins that game wins the Pac-12. Yes. I don't believe in Oregon. Um, I, I go Utah. You go Utah? Yep, I'm going with UCLA. You're going UCLA. They have to protect that undefeated. They're... They are I think they're a little overrated. They weren't even ranked UCLA, last week. They're not, they're not showing Chip Kelly's still the coach for them, right? Yeah. I yep, believe so. That, yeah, no. <laughs> um, so. Maybe fans will show up when they, you know, keep winning. Yeah. Not even that. We'll see. When they played our arch nemesis. They played in the Rose Bowl, man. How do you not mention? Can we just mention when they played Toledo's arch nemesis at home, that was the lowest Attendance yeah. Yeah. ever in Rose Bowl history. They didn't even. They got Toledo Glass Bowl numbers. BG, yeah. BG was beating him by ten points at one time. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's all. That's that. all you got to say. But here's what but I got to say about UCLA. UCLA. Here's what I got to say about UCLA and Utah. First, Utah's without their best player, Keefe, for the rest of the year. He is out for the rest of the year. Their tight end, their stud tight end. Uh, UCLA. They have looked solid. They did beat Washington. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson is a very underrated quarterback. Uh, I, I don't know if they still have Zach Charbonnet, the Michigan transfer, but um, I, they have solid pieces on the offense. Uh, Utah, I don't know what they are. I thought I knew. They were a preseason playoff pick for me. Uh, I Just because it is at the Rose Bowl, I am picking UCLA to edge them out. Okay. Well, that's a bad, that's a bad pick. But yeah, it is. Continue. Pick. Okay. Okay. This is this is a game that not a lot of people are talking about, but I think it's a big game for both teams. It's a test of two Big Ten teams. Um, There's also not a lot of good college games on this weekend. (laughs) No, not not a whole lot. Um, (laughs) Purdue at Maryland. Um, It's a very underrated Big Ten team, Big Ten game, but I think it's two underrated teams. Uh, Maryland really looks like a good team in the East, and they they look like a team. They look like a team that you know you cannot overlook. OSU's second to last game is against is at Maryland. And that is a trap game. Yes. Because it's the game before Michigan. Right. And the last time that happened with OSU in 2018, they won by one point, 56 to 55. And they should have lost that game. Mm. Um, with Purdue, they were my preseason favorite to win the Big Ten West. 
Um, I still think they can because, man, the Big Ten West is just <laughs> a train wreck. Toledo would finish at least second in the Big Ten West. <laughs> they would That's win the I West. Feel. Are you kidding Stop me? It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you have a team like Northwestern tied for first. Who lost to Miami <laughs> of Ohio? Yeah. yeah. How about the Mac, huh? <laughs> wow. Eastern yeah. Michigan beat Arizona State. Yeah, exactly. But um, anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, even though I picked nah, – I'm going to pick Purdue. <laughs> I think Purdue, after beating Minnesota – I think Purdue's going to have momentum with Aiden O'Connell. I wonder, I wonder why, though. I mean, you even know how good Merlin's been playing. I know. I mean, they just and it's really close. He's I know. A, he's got a I stick know. because he picked Purdue I picked to win Purdue. the West. I picked Purdue to win okay. the West. But mm. this will be a close game, but I'm going to pick the Boilermakers. I go, I go, I go Maryland. I'm going Maryland, especially the way they played Michigan, almost beating Michigan. I, I like, Speaking of trap games. Oh, yeah. And then last week. Beating Michigan State, which apparently isn't hard to do anymore, I guess. They kind of, <laughs> it seems like they suck this season. Throw the shade, you know throw the shade out. You guys convinced shade. me. I'm going to take Maryland. Yes. <laughs> and, for the, and for that reason, because... Congratulations no, to the Boilermakers. For, no, and for that reason, I am realistically picking Maryland, but for that reason, I am picking Purdue to win. Okay. <laughs> got to be the one. J- Jalen convinced me. I am picking Purdue to win. Because I still think Purdue way. can win the West because, you know, the team that wins the West is going to be like four and three I'm in, just, the, in the conference. I am picking crazy. Purdue just for the reason that you're going to be wrong. That's all. Nothing else. Maryland's really winning by 21. And then, and then they're going to get obliterated by <laughs> Michigan or Ohio State. Oh, my God. And, and, and our last... Our last game of the week, the game that everyone has been waiting this for. This is the this game of the this week. This is the game of the week. The Kansas Jayhawks, 5-0. and A team who has never been ranked since 2009. He loves Kansas. Kansas Jayhawks against TCU. Whoa. College game day is in Lawrence, Kansas for the first time God, ever. God, he's going to hate my pick. I'm going <laughs> I'm going TCU. TCU is ranked. Kansas is ranked. This is Big 12 as good as it gets. Um, I do agree with that. Listen, <laughs> uh, I think th- this is going to be a fantastic game. I think it's really cool how game day is going to Lawrence for the first time. Yeah. Um, Kansas being, you know, in the top 25 for the first time since 2009. You know, like Logan said last episode, people forget in 07 this team was – like this, this was very close to being in national champions and being in the title game. Yes. No one thinks of Kansas, you know, as a football school, but you know, keep Tlaib went there. Yes. You know, yeah. stud, stud right. players went to right. Kansas. Hey, a lot of good players. Went I to just Kansas. think, you know, with all this hype around Kansas now, is this team going to pull through because with their quarterback, their quarterbacks, Heisman, Heisman candidate. Yes. But Kansas, no, just, just Kansas, not <laughs> our Kansas, <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> But because of all those reasons, I'm picking TCU. I think that there's too much hype with Kansas. I think that their defense, they went up against a bad Iowa State team, which is, uh, sorry, Matt Campbell, I love you. Thanks for everything you did for Toledo, but um, I'm picking TCU just because I think they have enough. They are with Oklahoma State for me after showing, just beating beating the living life out of Oklahoma (laughs) last weekend. Just no mercy. Um, Kansas barely beating, you know, they've just had a lot of scares to me. Kansas hasn't looked like the best team in the Big 12 to me. They haven't looked like, they, good for them. Like, they've been the joke of the Big 12 for years. Um, I just the wish, joke I, of college I, I wish Rutgers yes. could do this one year or another yeah. and actually make the Big Show 10 out. look good. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'm picking, I'm like. going to pick the Horn Frogs. 
I already know who you're going to pick, so I'll just put yours on there. He already ordered a sweatshirt, probably. And you I have are not ordered a sweatshirt, probably. No, I was going to pick TCU. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wait a minute. So you pick TCU, you pick TCU, you pick TCU. Can I For change, that can note. I, can I change my pick? Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, you can change. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I agree with what you said, and that's kind of that's kind of what I was thinking, too. I think TCU will be the more disciplined team and come in and, yep. and get the win. But – at the end of the day, sometimes when you when you're hot, you just keep rolling, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what it that's kind of what it what it might be, yeah. I, in my opinion. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Kansas. I may be wrong, but you that's know, what I'm gonna go. For me, it's because TCU's not you know they're used to being ranked every year. Kansas, this is again first time since 2009 that they're ranked. TCU yes. TCU's ranked every year. At some point, usually, some, yeah, yeah. At some Max point. Max Duggan has looked like a fantastic quarterback, but, but this, is going, this is going you know to be a, this is going better. to be you know a great QB better? matchup. You know who's looked even better? Yeah, Jalen, a Daniels. guy by the name of Jalen Daniels oh from gosh. the University of Kansas. He's first, um, he's no. first in QBR. I will say that. first in QBR, Kansas, Kansas. Um, I'm going Kansas. By the way, if you didn't get that, yeah, uh, <laughs> I already put your, you already put your initial down. Not only are they going to beat TCU, they are actually going to show. Why they might be the best team in the Big 12 this weekend. I will tell you this. Next week is going to be a real proof of test for Kansas because they go to Oklahoma. And if you want to prove everybody so, wrong, you go so. you go down to Norman and you beat the Sooners. And that I know fair. with everything with Oklahoma. It's still Oklahoma. It's still Oklahoma. Right. It's like, you know, when Alabama has a down year, it's like when Clemson had a down year last year, you go to their house and you beat them. Mm-hmm. People will give you all the respect in the world. And yes. Kansas will be a top 10 team. Yes. But you got to take care of business. Okay. Let's right. go to the professional in the National Football League. Um, starting with tonight, um, it was supposed to be a good running back matchup. Not so much anymore. <laughs> Devontae Williams out for the year. Jonathan Taylor not playing. Um, Colts and Broncos. Uh, oh this, my God. This is going ele- to be another 11 to 10 final. A stinker of a game. Um, just give me Denver because they're at home. I don't know. I trust Russell Wilson more than I trust Matt Ryan. So, with, yeah. With that offensive line, I just... This is a terrible game. This, <laughs> give you, me the Broncos. You, you would think before the season started, you see these two teams, you're like, oh, this is going to be a really, oh, yeah. really I, fun I, game. I definitely go Russ over Matt Ryan. Yeah. If it was maybe 2014 or 15, it would yeah, be pretty yeah. close. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Denver, easy Denver, for this. I, I mean, honestly, it, it might not be Denver. easy. It might not be easy because they have Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach. Who knows how he's going to play call this game. He could QB sneak it on fourth and 35. You don't know. Who knows? So <laughs> you just got to see how it goes. But Denver, just because it's That must Denver. be fun for Broncos fans. You know, you just never Broncos know. Broncos country. <laughs> Let's ride. You just never know what they're going to do. Broncos country, left wide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you picking? Broncos. Oh, okay. That's what I figured. Um, <laughs> now we can go to London for the game on Saturday morning, which for the I, first time ever. people will wake up and it will be, you know, about done. half time. You know, or done. done. This is the first time that two winning record teams are playing in London. Really? That's yeah. Oh, that's right, because the Saints were one and yep. one and two yep. last weekend. Both uh, the Giants and, and the Packers. Um what a surprise the Giants have been. Three and one. Well, the Giants really haven't played anybody. Though their true. only good win is against Tennessee. Daniel Jones still isn't good. The reason why they're so good is because Saquon. Saquon's going to win comeback player of the year if he keeps <laughs> playing the way he is. He's been phenomenal. Kind of mad I didn't draft him on my fantasy team. Um, I'm going to take the Packers. I trust Aaron Rodgers a lot more than I trust Daniel Jones. Um, this would be a weird game for the Giants to win just because it's in London and it's against a good team. And 
you Is know, with a good team though? with Roger, the yeah. Packers, they're, the Packers are still a good yes. team with they're Rogers. They're still a good team, but they haven't played. You could like put, you could season. put Walmart workers out and you know running routes. Aaron Rodgers will make still it work. Get them the ball. Yes. Make it um, give me Green Bay. As much as it pains me to say, the Packers doesn't pain me at all. I mean, <laughs> I go Packers. I'm gonna go with the Packers, but I don't think I don't. I think you're discounting the Giants a little too much. I think especially you're discounting, especially yeah. last week when they. Barely beat the Patriots in overtime. See, now here's what I got to say. That's why I'm picking Green Bay. I'm picking Green Bay, but not by much. I got the Giants winning this game simply wow. for the fact that Saquon Barkley has finally looked like the Saquon Barkley of the Penn State that we thought he would be in the NFL. And you got the Packers, who Aaron Rodgers is still trying to find his way with his new receivers because they lost Devontae Adams. They barely beat a Bailey Zappi. <laughs> Led New England Patriots. Just the Lions don't do that. Just the Lions don't do that this weekend. But they barely beat a Bailey Zappi-led Patriots team, and they just have nothing on that. That team has nothing on offense, and they gave up what seventeen, twenty, something like that. I don't recall the score. I think what's big is that the Giants finally have an offensive line, and Andrew Thomas has been a stud at left tackle. Daniel Jones is still Daniel Jones, but they've given the ball to Barkley, and Barkley's just looked like what we thought he finally would be. He's been the Penn State Barkley. Give me the Giants in London. I changed my pick just now because I found out it was in London, and that's why I picked the Giants. (laughs) This was in Lambeau. Packers by ten. Yeah. All right, next game, Cowboys and Rams. Um, thought this was going to be a better game, but I guess Cooper Rush doesn't lose. Um, <laughs> and, and the Rams have looked bad. And you know what? Here's I'm going to pick the Cowboys because, I th- listen, Matthew Stafford has been a bum so far this season, and it pains Stop me it. to say as a Lions fan. But also because we have their first-round pick, so I kind of hope they just <laughs> fall off the planet of the earth. Um, yeah, but but the, the Rams have not looked good. The way they face the 49ers? Stafford only throws to Cup and Higby. He doesn't have any wide receivers in his eyes I other mean, than he, that. I mean, he does, but, you know. He doesn't. No, <laughs> I, he doesn't. I, I won't say the memes. He but only throws to Cup, and he only throws to Higby. I won't say the memes but, that are out there. Um, I think that Dallas is going to go in. I think that it's going to be a good game, but I think the Cowboys win. Um, I like the Cowboys defense a lot more right now than I like the Rams defense. Aaron Donald's still Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey has his games. But other than that, Bobby Wagner with that play on that fan, I mean, that other than that, 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 was, that was his biggest hit of the season. So um, <laughs> other than that, just just give me Dallas. Cooper Rush is going to go undefeated. Here's a fun stat for you. Cooper Rush is the first col- uh, first Cowboy quarterback in history to start the Born. first four games and go 4-0. Out of, any, out of any Cowboy quarterback ever for the first four starts. Crazy. <laughs> not even Dak could do that. Crazy. And that's what yeah, made our guy. Dak. $43 million dollar quarterback. <laughs> Who needs him? Just take a no. backup from Central Michigan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, there you go. Exactly. Um, I'm going Cowboys too. I um, don't like the way the Rams have been looking to start this year. Uh, they've looked like they're in a bit of a Super Bowl lull. They need, it's weird to say, they need Odell Beckham Jr., he and they need Robert Woods. They should have never let Robert Woods go. They should have just kept their wide receiving core as it was going into that season. It looks like Stafford has no chemistry whatsoever with Allen Robinson. No. I was hoping Allen Robinson would because he's had very, very poor quarterback play. And I've thought he was an underrated receiver. Jared Goff has looked exponentially better than Stafford this <laughs> where, season. Actually where's, where's this game being played? This game is being LA. played in LA. I, I, I honestly, I think it's going to be a close game. Honestly, I think probably that the Rams are going to mm-hmm. show up, but I also am going to go with the Rams winning too. In my opinion, okay, okay. okay. that's just that's fair. I'm gonna go with the good old Cowboys, especially 
<laughs> you can't play like that against the 49ers. I don't know. You got, you, I think you got to give credit to the Niners defense. I do. Because they, they're, they Nick them. Bosa is on another level this they're season. Monsters. That, that defensive line is something of... We've not and, and also, and also the, the 49ers offensive line, they yes. knew exactly Trent how to Williams, stop. yes. They knew exactly Trent how Williams to stop is Aaron the Donald. best offensive lineman in the league. Yep. Personally. I Which think is the first ninety nine overall lineman in Madden. Him and yeah. Quentin Nelson are the two best offensive linemen in the league in my opinion. But that's also why I'm picking the Cowboys because of their defense. Not their offensive line. Their offensive line is all right, but their defense with Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons is an absolute animal. Yes. Yes. Uh, Trayvon Diggs has actually done fairly decent in coverage this year compared yes, to last like year. He, he has sort of surprised me a little bit. Like Micah Parsons looks like a five-year vet who's yes. like been a captain for Crazy. years. Yeah. He's a second-year player and he's only twenty-two yeah, or twenty-two or twenty-three. Dominates the league. Bro. Yep. it's crazy. Um, it's crazy to see. So yeah, give me the Cowboys. We got about five, ten minutes here left. Uh, let's quickly try and get through these last three games. How okay. about we start with the two crappy games first? Oh, my gosh. Let's start with the two crappy games first here. Uh, let's do – and then we'll go to the more exciting one last. Okay. Uh, let's go Chargers at Browns. Chargers, easy. Uh, yeah, don't need to say much more. Go. <laughs> you know, here's the problem. Oh I'm going to pick the Browns, and I'm going to oh, tell you why. why. Because why? the Browns do stupid things, and the Browns <laughs> would win against the Chargers and then lose to the Patriots at home. Um, I do think that the Browns are going to win. I think that with having Miles Garrett back, no. maybe having Jadavian Clowney back. It's just not happening. Um, with that defensive line back, uh, the Chargers didn't look good last week against Houston. Um, with this game being in Cleveland, um, I think that the Browns pull it off and you know they give their fans a little bit more hope before they eventually tear it apart. <laughs> I'm, going with, I'm going with the Chargers. <laughs> Smart man. Yeah, Chargers. Smart man. <laughs> All right. And let's go into this... Uh, Go into this really, really like no one cares kind of game. Oh boy! It's called uh, the Detroit Lions at the New England Patriots. Um, Patriots. Pats. Pats. Next. Lions. Next. Yes. I'm going Lions. Yes. Pats. Yes, Next. that means Pats. Uh, so, yeah. you know, God Lions, help you, Alan. Man, the Lions. The Lions. thing is, the Lions have the offense. They could put yeah. up 63 points on New England, and they'd still lose to Bailey Zappi. Alan, you're supposed to pick the Patriots that way. Reverse psychology. We win. I'm picking the Lions. Oh, you're losing uh, now. Thanks. You are losing now. I'm riding with going, my team. Who are you going with, Logan? I'm Pats. This, right. team, this, Pats team, this team's defense is going to give up 45 more to, to Bailey Zappi. They only give up 40 <laughs> points to, like, backup quarterbacks, though. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Like, they only gave up Don't trust to me. Jalen I watch Hurts. the games. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 can, I can see. So I've, I've seen it. And then last game, Bengals at Ravens. The winner of the AFC North. <laughs> yes. Ooh. That's it's a, actually it's a good game. Might be a good game. The yes. Bengals coming off a win against Miami, which was a big win for them to get back to 500, and the Ravens coming off a very tough loss to the Bills, in which a game that they should have won. Um, this will be a fantastic game. This will be a tight game. I think there will be a lot of points scored. Um, I'm gonna pick Cincinnati. Okay. I think Cincinnati has turned around their season. They've looked a lot better. Their offenses looked better. Um, they need to give Jamar Chase the ball more. They haven't really utilized him like they did last year. Joe Mixon, no. Joe Mixon does need to get like he needs to get on it. Yes. Um, I have T Higgins on fantasy, so I just I just want them to pretend that Jamar doesn't exist. Just give me Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm going with the Ravens. Going with the Ravens. I'm gonna yes. keep this short and sweet. Uh, I picked the Ravens to win AFC North. I Cincinnati. The Bengals. Cincinnati, Cincinnati is starting to look a little bit better, like they were. 
Uh, but I think Baltimore wants a rebound after choking against Buffalo at home. Give me Baltimore. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Sure. I, I I really think that the Ravens are a great team, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, Both these teams will make the playoffs. Yes, yeah. definitely. But, I mean, and my guy, Tyson Anderson, is, he's, he's a Bengals. That, that so. is true. That is true. UT, I got to go baby, with them. UT. I got to go with the Bengals, man. And uh, I think that's a wrap on this episode. It was a really good episode. It was Thank you again, a different Jaylen, style. For Thank you. For it was a pleasure to have you. Me, Thanks man, for just course. telling us about, you know, a day in the life as a D1 athlete. It was really interesting to learn about. I learned a lot. So, um, very fun. It was a very fun episode. It was a very fun episode, a very different one, and uh, we're going to do more of these for sure. And you're always I welcome back. back. Always yeah, welcome always back always if you want to yes. be. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Check us out on Spotify. Promote the show. We are getting bigger. Uh, we appreciate everyone who turn, who tunes thank in y'all. and listen. Uh, thank you. Check us out. Ball and Beach Podcast. Peace. Peace yeah. out, y'all.